everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, the NaNoWriMo podcast with a silly name. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, and today we're talking to Morgan Spatola. Morgan, hi. Hi. That was the best intro. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the October interviews. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And I don't know if it's been shared yet, but I am the reason this podcast has a weird name. It's all my fault. It, well, you, it's all, it is all your fault, although Aaron is legally liable. So that's, that is that's true. It's really, yeah. it's really nice that you were able to pass that off. Uh, yeah, I her. just had to like, I felt like I had to clear the air like immediately yeah. with like that confession that like I, wow. yeah. those words came out of my mouth <laughs> and now the, it, that's the podcast. That's, that's what right. they called it. And I was like, that's really? Right. And they were like, yeah, really? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that's what happened. I definitely was in a, a separate Facebook chat with Aaron being like, these people have never podcasted with us before. They don't know the foibles of saying anything <laughs> at all. Well, it's really bad, too, because like Aaron will say like ideas to me whenever we chat. And I'm always like, that's great, Aaron. Do that. I'm like, I'm her enabler, like for sure. Like anything yeah. that she does is a little bit because I encouraged her probably. Yeah. So it's great. She's been my enabler since like 10th grade or 11th grade. So like it's it's been wild. Yeah, I bet. But that's not what we're here to talk about. It's not. You're right. <sighs> All right. We need to stay so focused. My first question is, what is the project that you are planning to work on for NaNoWriMo? I'm writing a romance novel. Okay. That's not the genre I do normally. Okay. Okay, that's I'm fun. Doing it for the bucks, for the money. I'm not yes. even kidding. Like, I want to write a romance novel and I want to put it on Amazon and I want, like, on Amazon Kindle and I want yeah. money. Like, that's, that's my awesome. plan. Yeah. I so. love it. <laughs> By Morgan, quote, does not fuck around Spatola. <laughs> right. But no, that's, that's what I'm doing. Okay, so I write, I have written, I've been a writer for as long as I can remember and I have never finished anything ever okay. like I always start things and don't finish them with the exception of one short story ever that I wrote in high school that is very good but <laughs> awesome. I like it but so I was like you know what like I bet if I plan something and I try to just write some like short dirty cheesy novel like novella or something like I can do it and then I was yeah. like what's the easiest genre probably romance i don't know like i didn't right. know what i was doing and i actually just read my first romance novel two weeks okay. ago what was it called it was called mating the huntress and it was a halloween themed romance novel between a werewolf and a werewolf huntress and it was yes. really good yeah perfect love that where where erotica you enjoyed the book you read I did. Will your romance novel have supernatural elements to it? N not at all. Okay. Not. I mean, she has like a dream that could be vaguely considered a premonition, like very vaguely I, in the beginning, but it's my not. My headcanon, it's definitely okay. a premonition. That's so fine. Like for, that's, that's forever okay. what it is. Let me ask you this. Besides reading the genre, how else are you preparing for November in October? So I have read several books. So here's the thing. I've always just kind of written and let the story do what it's going to do, you know, and just kind of right. like followed the threads until it finished. Again, never finished it anything so that's not a good <laughs> way for me finished, right? like that's not so that's not working for me i've realized right. and, and that's and in the biz that's called being a pantser because you yes. fly by the seat of your pants while you're writing so i'm going yes. to be someone who plots this november yes. a plotzer or a plotter uh -huh. i don't know i, don't I would know say what it's plotter called. but yeah <laughs> no i think a plot a plotzer is the two mixed oh, okay that makes so i'm sense. being a plotter now so that's what i I've would been call doing. it a planter i don't know that's a just planter me. that i'm gonna that's what we'll call it now <laughs> 
So I've been reading books about, you know, strategies for like outlining your novel and like, you know, just making it easier on yourself and like hitting all your story points and stuff like that. I read one that is specifically about writing romance novels and hitting all of the like expected beats in the romance novel. What's it called just to bring the full circle from when Aaron talked about it in our first episode? Romancing the Beat. That Romancing the Beat. That was the one that Aaron, that's that's the one one. that Aaron read. And Uh, the other one is Take Off Your Pants. That's the other one that came up when Aaron and yeah. I were talking. Yeah, so I've read those two, and I've read other ones like in the past, yes. but those are the two recent ones I read in October. Okay. And, and a little in September, too. And so and so I've got it halfway outlined. So okay. and now i got to outline the other half, but like right. I know how it ends. Okay. So I think I can end it, since I know yeah. what's supposed to happen. So that's the plan. I mean, if nothing else, you can write the ending. Right. <laughs> yeah. When we talked to Aaron about the beats of the romance novel, I was sort of putting to her that like I kind of like that especially for NaNoWriMo and especially with it being my friends writing these things because with a more structured sort of like almost like predictable structure it allows the actual author's voice to come through a little bit clearer because Mm -hmm. I'm not like is this because Morgan has a really weird idea of how plot works or is this Morgan's voice if it's like a these are the beats of the story then anything that I see that ascends from that at all is your voice and it's it, i think it allows me to enjoy at least in in my theory it allows me to enjoy the morganness of your story a little bit better that's a really cool way of looking at it that i never even thought about before like that never even crossed my mind like my whole thought is like what i've learned is that like people like romance because it's predictable because it's going to be a fun little like romp that you get to read right and right. and it's the tropes they love the tropes you know right. but i it never occurred to me you know i don't know it's like those um you know those like wine and paint nights where everyone paints the same thing and they drink yes. wine yes. it's yes. like that like we're all painting the same thing but everyone's gonna have their own style and look different right right but like i think even more i think it's even almost or maybe if it's like how i always imagined those things were until i found out that like they are largely like kind of done for you already and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's almost like paint the numbers i'm really really stoked to read if you'll both allow me yours and aaron's works absolutely Especially knowing that you're using sort of the same structure and like like reading from the same book and sort of getting mm-hmm. the same organizational structure, I guess. Right, right. It's going to be really interesting. It feels almost like it'll be like, here's your wine and please follow the, the following rules. A, a flower has to have three petals. A flower has to have a different color for whatever. All these things where it's like, not even like, all right, here's the colors you use, but rather like, here's what it looks like. Here's a flower in nature. Here's sort of like the commonly accepted what a painting of a flower that we're going to do tonight looks like and then everyone else gets to pick the colors and the style and like the size of the thing and like mm-hmm. everything it's almost like one step better than that wine and paint night yeah because what you do and what Aaron does are going to be like I think we're going to be able to like you know oh this is Morgan's version of that beat and this is Aaron's version of that beat but it's going to be so different because mm-hmm. of your two different people yeah it's going to be really really super interesting to read that's pretty cool yeah I, I didn't think about even comparing them side by side but that'll be really fun too because yeah. Because yeah, like we're we're following the same structure, but it's going to be completely right. different for both of us when you're right. when you're reading the hopefully finished product. Yeah, exactly. I'm Ideally really optimistic this time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be good. So, how do you feel about the concept of skipping a beat? Like because it doesn't fit, or like like why or, would you like or like I don't know. The two ways I've been approaching like the concept of a beat is: is there a way where you could take one out and it would still work? I think so. And that's what Aaron said too, but I'm I'm interested to see what you like is that something like I feel like right before like a football game I'm going to be like 
Uh, what do you, are you going to go into this thinking this? Is there a temptation at all to be like, I don't really like the, there's a horrible misunderstanding. I don't know what the beats are. So I'm just drawing from Three's Company. I don't really like the, <laughs> <laughs> the, there's a horrible misunderstanding because of a phone call that is overheard beat. So I'm going to, I'm going to nix that. Mm-hmm. Even though in the book, this is step five and you can't go from step four to step six without step five. Is there going to be any temptation to do that? Or are you going to be sort of feeling like, no, 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 let's follow the path and make it my own while still sort of hitting the landmarks, I guess is what I'm asking. Short answer, yeah, for yeah. sure. Long answer is, I think that me wanting to do that is my natural pantserness coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Because like, this is kind of an experiment for me, like plotting my story before I write it. I've never right. done this before. Right. So I'm really trying to stick with it and like really yeah. f- like follow the rules, so to speak, on this, like and do yeah. it the way they say to do it. Because like the people writing these books that I'm drawing my strategy from are like, listen, I've written all of these books right. and they've all right. sold. And this is why, because I follow this form. Formula. So like, right. I feel like if I follow the formula, I'm going to end up with a product that people will want to read. And, yeah. you know, that's all you can hope for is that people want to read it, you know? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So while, yes, it would be tempting because like while I was sitting here like writing my outline and stuff, I was like, do I have to make them do that? <laughs> or is there, right. if I make them do this, does that count? Right. Eh, not really. Can I change it? You know, but but yeah, I'm not gonna though. I'm gonna stick with the cool. stick with the outline, you know? It's almost like a stipulation. Write something. It's almost like a, like a prompt, a very detailed like stipulation or prompt where it's like, write a story with this structure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's no fun if you don't stick to the structure. Right. That's kind of interesting. I have one more sort of just James as a fan of author questions for you. When it comes to naming places and characters and stuff, you're doing your outline. So clearly you have names for everyone. Mm-hmm. How do you name people? I love naming people and places and things. I like okay. it. I get joy from doing that. So sometimes yeah. it's just a matter of like, you know, using a name generator and just kind of playing right. with that for a little bit. Or I collect names. Okay. I used to work in a call center and straight up would just collect names that I thought were that's interesting awesome. of people that I spoke to. And I have destroyed all those lists because that's like a confidentiality issue. So it's sure, all in my head right. now. So I just got to put that right. out there. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I do. I kind of collect names as well. And so... Usually when it's a good day, (laughs) names will just come, you know, like, so for instance, in the story, it's taking place in Southern California and most of the characters are Latinx characters. So I'm just picking names that fit for that, you know, like, because I live in Arizona and so I'm surrounded by a lot of Latinx people. And so like, I'm familiar with what those names might be. So, so part of it is just like knowing where it's set. And and choosing based on that, like, oh, what might that be? But then the other things that I like to do is like research a language that might be Mm -hmm. related to that and then choose a word in that language and then play with those letters and that word structure and stuff. And like, I I have a lot of fun with that. I love doing that. That's awesome. I really love that. I I love that explanation. That's really, (laughs) really cool. While you've been preparing with your outlines and stuff, have you had a character whose name was one thing and then you're like, this is not a Brad. He is not a Brad. He is like, we need to go back to the drawing board. I know that Brad is not a Latinx name, but like, have you had the experience of like the name suddenly feels wrong for the character? Not yet. And I'm wondering if that'll happen once I start getting really deep into it. Yeah. I know my two main characters' names, and they're not going to change. But everyone else, you know, anybody else can change. It doesn't matter. But it's kind of funny because, like, for me, (laughs) in 
like the throwaway character names in this. Yeah. I mean, I guess because they're all like tertiary characters, maybe that's why they're all right. throwaway names. But like any of the people that we only see for like one or two scenes, I'm just like, yeah, your name is Clive. Right. I don't know. Right. You know, they're like NPCs. whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I would be open to it because I've renamed yeah. characters before, but this time they feel pretty solid, but we'll see. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I haven't really got to meet them yet. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing authors talk about <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. Well, that's actually it. So okay. where can people find you if they want to talk to you or just stan you on the internet? That's the first time I've ever used the word stan, and I don't know why I decided to use it, but I did. Congratulations. So, thank you. <laughs> um, you can find me on any social media at Morgan Spatola, which is S-P-A-T-O-L-A. Awesome. And I do podcasts, but am I supposed to talk about those? <laughs> sure. Okay. Go ahead. And then I'm also on the Scavengers Network, which is graciously hosting this crazy mm-hmm. project we're doing. And I do Myth Takes on there, which is the RPG podcast. And I do The Broads and the Bees, which is a new show about sex and sexuality, um, yeah. which at the time of recording is coming out tomorrow. Yay. Very exciting. <laughs> so exciting. I actually just thought of one more question for you as an okay. author. Do you have a title for your work? <laughs> no, but do you want to hear all of the dumb titles I've come up with? Uh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first title was Blood on the Avocados. This was back <laughs> when... <laughs> It's very good, right? It was it's back when it was going to be a mystery, sounding. right? <laughs> That'll be the vampire avocado novel. Right. The sequel can be called Dead Man Walking. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. And then the next one was just like My Farmhand. It takes place on a farm, an avocado uh-huh. farm, if you haven't figured that out now. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and yeah, then, yeah. And then With the next one hand. was Ranch Fucking. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I realized I couldn't name it that, so it's not ranch fucking right. anymore. Hidden Valley and- will come after you, I swear right. to God. <laughs> so now it's just called The Avocado Farmer's Daughter, which is okay. very straightforward. It is still a working title, but it's something. So. Okay. But that's All right. It. Well, you are that the second person to have a title for their work of the five. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's good. And you actually made up for absolutely for everyone else's lack of titles. By coming with up your, with other titles. With your plethora of titles. Yeah. That's my, because this all started because we, we made a Facebook group for, you know, for encouraging each other. And every time in that group, I'm like, you need me to name your book? Like, sure. <laughs> this one's called Video Game Sex. What? What are you talking about? So I'm both a good source and a very terrible source of help for that. So That's what we all say about you behind your back. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Morgan, thank you so much for coming and talking to me about how you're getting ready for NaNoWriMo. And I'm looking forward to hearing all the conversations you all have with each other in November. Me too. Yeah. Thanks for having me and being a gracious host. Well, well thank, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for thanking me for thanking you. Wait. Thank thank you. Uh, Thank. 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 Thank you. Bye, Morgan. Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.